playing the music from Sega role-playing games. This is Sword of Sega on RadioSega.net. Good evening and welcome to the last episode in Season 2 of Sword of Sega. Wow. Tonight we'll be neglecting RPGs or Sega RPGs altogether and exploring the world of non-Sega role-playing games past and present. I'm not taking any more requests tonight as we're soon going to be overflowing with some of the best RPG music tracks on the planet. Although we have started a whole hour earlier than normal. But I'm pretty sure I'm going to overrun anyway, and tonight it will be worth it though. I have an amazing selection of music from rocking battle themes to orchestral melodies from all kinds of RPGs, Western and Japanese ones, so I hope you guys enjoy it as much as me. And since it's the last show, let's go out for bang, shall we? I started the show off with the opening blowing mission from Final Fantasy VII, the fantastic tune which plays right at the beginning of the game. And then we went straight into the Advent Children version of One Wind Angel, so that is my Final Fantasy VII quota met for the night. But don't worry, there's plenty more Final Fantasy love coming up later on. And don't forget that we'll be concluding our role-playing adventure at about ten past ten tonight, so that's about two hours' time. Well, hey! I'm your host, Captain Cloud Chaser, and to start our evening on epic music is an incredibly beautiful eight-minute-long medley from the Legend of Zelda 25th Anniversary Concert. You're going to want to turn the volume up as of now. It's a good track. Thank you. 
stopped a bit earlier than I was expecting. Sam must have cut out when it paused a little. That's a shame. We had the nice bit at the beginning anyway with um, spirit tracks starting at the front. Lovely. Anyway, hello and welcome to our Not Quite Sort of Sega special. Roleplaying music is really that perfect genre for epic adventures and beautifully composed soundtracks. As you can tell from the 25th anniversary Zelda medley I just played there. And my computer's doing something that it shouldn't be doing. This is not a good time to be doing it. I hope I'm not stuttering. Because that would be bad. Have you quite finished, computer? Please, honestly. I think it's done now. Okay. Thank you. So yes, Zelda. It's great, isn't it? And I don't care what any of you say, because the overworld map music to Spirit Tracks is definitely the best damn thing ever. Definitely. And I was incredibly lucky to attend the 25th anniversary symphony concert in London last year, and let me tell you, it was one of the most amazing things I've ever done. And the legendary Koji Kondo, the composer of the series, was there. And... Oh my god, it was just amazing. It seriously was. If you ever see a video game music concert anywhere near you, then trust me, you really want to go. You really do. Video game music concerts are amazing. So tonight I just want to give a big thank you to all of my listeners, whether you're a regular listener to the live show, or if you catch the odd one or two, or download the podcast when you can. Your support means a lot to me, and I've really appreciated it. And it's really helped shape the show and grow it into something that I'm really quite proud of, to be honest. So this show is dedicated to you, my faithful listeners. And tonight we're really going to celebrate. And just who is going to join in the celebrations with me? Why, in the chat room we have Forever Sonic, Resident SD, Underscore Spondy. Does he have a little thing on the top of him or is that my monitor being dirty? No, I think he does have a little thing on top, okay. And when it was you, Biafra, CTR, Dartanian. Draco, Iron Eagle Venato, Fast Feet, Casey, Punk Gamer 69, Rax with a Z on the end, Rosie Sonic 14, Shadow, Shadix Alito Croft, I always want to call him Shadow, but there you go. Silver Sonic, SJ, Sonic Remix, Trekkie, Voice, Zebra, and Zonic Zomuse. Because that's his character class, we're here. Wait, someone's saying that there's a video game lives concert and a Zelda concert in LA tomorrow. Damn, if only I was anywhere near LA, because that would be so worth going to. But yes, um, Video Games Live is returning to the UK next year, I believe. So if you're a UKer, then you definitely want to go to that. Definitely want to see anything that they do, ever. It's amazing. But I'm rambling, I'm sorry. I am rambling. I like to ramble, it's fun. So, I do have some more orchestral music coming up, but I think I'm going to hop between battle themes and orchestral music tonight, just to keep the level of awesome quite high. And there are also quite a few vocal tracks in the lineup tonight as well, so, periodically, I'm going to be posting links to Livic websites in the IRC, so you can sing along as well. I'm just going to post the first one. Thankfully, there is a 30-second delay between tracks, so... I am... Da, 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 da. There we go. Lyrics in the IRC. Ready? Load it up. So yes. Posted the first one, so scroll down to where the lyrics are in on game FAQs. Which I posted, yes. And get ready. Because it's time to stare down eternity. Love this track. 
just wow, that's all I can really say about that batch of music. So we started off the batch with Eternity, the boss of battle theme from Blue Dragon, and I do actually own Blue Dragon, but I haven't gotten around to playing it, but if the music is that awesome, then damn, I really have to. And we also played Unavoidable Battle from Persona, was it 3? Yes, Persona 3. And then Attack the Unseen, I'm not sure if that's actually the proper name, but that's what it says on the soundtrack. Attack the Unseen from Ion, one of my favourite MMOs, and then we had the epic music that plays whenever you get into a bit of a confrontation with a dragon in the Elder Scrolls V Skyrim, aptly named Watch the Skies. And then we ended with a fantastic boss battle from Final Fantasy IX, Messenger of Destruction, also known as a Dark Messenger. Now, in the IRC, we were joined by Voluptuous Spy, Pyrus55, and The Joiner, so good evening to you guys. Hope you're turning in, and it's so good. And yeah, we do have a lot of music to get through, we certainly do, so I'm going to head back into, to, into some more lovely orchestral music with a bit more Zelda and a bit more Skyrim, so if you fancy trying to sing in the dragon language, then I'm going to post some lyrics for you. Give it a go. Just scroll right down to the bottom and wait for track number two.
that's me not really paying attention again because some interesting discussions in the IRC. Um, people talking about World of Warcraft because we played some World of Warcraft. So, in that batch, we started off with the lovely Into the Wilderness from Wild Arms. And it's the opening theme to Wild Arms on PlayStation 1. It's a really good RPG. Reminds me a lot of Skies of Arcadia. It's kind of like a Skies of Arcadia without the flying, the pirates, and the piratey theme. But it's all western, so it, it's cool. And I have been wanting to play that for quite some time. It's such a good opening. Then we had the opening theme to Skyrim, the Song of the Dragonborn. And I'm not going to sing it, because it, it's difficult. I know the first two lyrics, you know. Dovakin, Dovakin, yeah. So, yeah. That's Skyrim. I love Skyrim. Played it earlier, it's great. Then we had a very special track from World of Warcraft, taken from the London Philharmonic Orchestral album. And I was also very lucky to attend the Video Games Heroes concert that the music was taken from. And they did a lot of amazing orchestral renditions of popular video games and RPGs, including Final Fantasy, Zelda, Mass Effect, Mario, even Angry Birds. And as much as I dislike, well sorry, as much as I hate with a passion Angry Birds, the orchestral music is actually pretty damn awesome. Well worth trying to find on YouTube or somewhere, or buy even, you could just buy the album, it's good. But I am rambling because we also had the music to Hyrule Field from The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. And while Spirit Tracks may have my favourite Hyrule Field music, Twilight Princess does come a very close se second. It's just beautiful and Silver Sonic tuned in just at the right time, just for some Zelda. Although we did miss the 25th anniversary medley which I think is a bit upset about, but don't worry. That's what podcasts are for. It's what they are. So we're now heading kind of close to 9pm, which is the usual time that the show starts, so it really feels like I've started to be honest, and it's going to be quite a long night for me, but hey, it's E3 week, we can celebrate a bit, and some of you are watching E3 coverage, so yeah, it wasn't that exciting for me, to be honest. So if you have just tuned in, then welcome to the not quite sort of Sega special, where I'll be playing non-Sega RPG music for the next two hours or so. And indeed have been, so now it's time for some more battle themes and there's a bit more singing along the way, opening with Ring a Bell from Tales of Vesperia. And I'm going to post those loads in the IRC as well. Let's do that now when I'm paying attention. There we go. Gotta like that 30 second delay. And you know what, we should really do a sort of Sega karaoke sometime, we really should. So this is Ring a Bell.
if you recognise that from Gabby's Opposite Day special from last year, then congratulations to you. In the IRC, we are joined by the Chaos Blue and Rhetoric, so hello to you guys. And I really wish I could have squeezed more Lost Odyssey music into this show, because I really do like the soundtrack, and it's definitely worth having. So we started that batch off with Ring a Bell from Tales of Vesperia, and I wonder if you got very excited about that, and that was requested by Alaniel, who sadly can't listen in tonight because he's working. Then we had Dragon God from Chrono Cross, which does have an amazing soundtrack as well, and worth tracking down, although you've probably played it already. Then we had the Chip Battle theme from RF Online, which is another old MMORPG favourite of mine, and the RF does stand for Rising Force, although the game doesn't actually refer itself to it as that, it's just RF Online. Then we had some more Final Fantasy with Blinded by Light, the battle theme from 13, something that you certainly hear a lot of in the game. And then we ended off with Roar of the Departed Souls from Lost Odyssey. And I'm not sure if I prefer that to One Winged Angel, to be honest, as an ending kind of track. Of course, video game music legend Nobuo Ue... Hang on. I've trouble pronouncing this one. Uematsu. Matsu? Uematsu. There we go. Nobuo Uematsu is well known for his work on the Final Fantasy series, although not 13. Although he has also composed a lot of music to other RPGs, including a lot of Mistwalker games, such as Lost Odyssey and Blue Dragon. So, whilst I am talking about Final Fantasy, how about we head into another orchestral Final Fantasy batch, starting with another track from the London Philharmonic Orchestra. And I'm also going to be posting some more lyrics in the ILC for track number three, because you're going to like this song. I like it, so... But we are starting off with a classic, the main theme of Final Fantasy. Thank you. 
dear God, I had forgotten how beautiful that song actually is. In that batch of music, we started off with the London Philharmonic Orchestral version of the Final Fantasy main theme. Then we had Fang theme, or Fang's theme, from Final Fantasy XIII. And the beautiful Eyes on Me from Final Fantasy VIII, as requested by Arniel, actually. So, thanks for reminding me of just how great that is. And I have to admit, when I was growing up, Final Fantasy VIII was one of my favourite Final Fantasies. And correct me if I'm wrong, but that was the first time there was a vocal track as part of the soundtrack. Something which they kind of all have now, more or less. Some even by Leona Lewis. I never actually listened to that song, I don't think. Ew. So, Final Fantasy VII was my first Final Fantasy, and I know it's cliched, but the story was amazing at the time. It really showed me how deep and mature RPG stories can actually be, and how complicated the relationships between the characters could be as well. And Final Fantasy VIII improved on that with a pretty complicated love story all the way through. And I'm not even talking about Squall because, man, he was a miserable bugger. I'm talking about Laguna, of course, the man with a machine gun. And then Final Fantasy had all these complicated love stories from then on and it really hit the peak with Final Fantasy X. And I was just saying in the IRC there that I still cry when I look at the ending to that game or watch the ending. It just really hurts deep inside. It hurts. And then there was Aeris too, oh my god, that just hurts so deep. Hurts man, it just hurts. But that's why I love RPGs. And the music as well, the music's good. That's why I like RPGs too, yeah. So I'm going to mix things up a little bit and have a bit of a retro-ish batch of music. So you Pokemon fans should probably be happy.
much uh, Pokemon Quarter for the night as well. We started that batch off with Flight from Breath of Fire 3. Then we had End Castle from Pokemon Black and White as requested by Zonic Zone Corp. And I do actually own Pokemon Black and White, but I haven't really played much of it. I probably should actually. Then we had the Kanto Gym Leader theme from Pokemon Heart Gold and Soul Silver, which was requested by the Chaos Blue. And I also have that too. Isn't that is that the one that came with the Pokewalker? I remember buying a Pokemon just for the Pokewalker because I was at uni at the time and everybody just went absolutely crazy over it. And then I just never really touched it after that. Black and white's good though, I like black and white. Then we had the decisive battle, the X-Death battle theme from Final Fantasy V. And then we had the world champion battle from Pokemon Black and White as well, as requested by the Chaos Blue. Um, did I mention that Little Red 615 joined? He or she, I'm not sure which one you are, to be honest, sorry, has kind of left, so... Oh well. And Sonic Zone Muse, or Sonic Zone Cop, is kind of going in and out, in and out, like a yo-yo. That's kind of normal, really. And in the IRC, we have been talking about NASCAR, for some reason. Well, because of the announcement that a certain NASCAR driver is going to be in All-Stars Racing Transformed, which is a little bit weird. And we've been talking about um, E3 as well, and the Wii U, who is of course the final boss in our role-playing adventure. Boo! Hiss! Hiss! Boo! Boo! I did watch the E3 shows this year, and I have been following the news, and the shows didn't really impress me that much. I did stay up quite late for the Sony one, but I mean, as a gamer, I just really want to see games. And I want to see original, fun, interesting games. And didn't seem to be that many, to be honest, this year. I was quite impressed with Watch Dogs, although it is a bit of a mix-up between Metal Gear Solid, Deus Ex, and Grand Theft Auto, so it's not completely original. But it, it still looks interesting. At least it's a new IP. At least, and at least Nintendo lands a new IP, kind of. So yeah, I'm sure that'll be fun five minutes maybe and then we had things like um, The Last of Us which does actually look stunning but the one thing I was disappointed with this year actually is the distinct lack of RPGs there just wasn't really that many I was kind of hoping they'd make a, a Golden Sun 3 sorry 4 announcement or something and um, I've been kind of hoping that Sega would just jump out with some PSO2 news like oh my god PSO2 is coming out in Europe like now or something and I just never did that or at least I haven't yet. So, doesn't really be much in the way of RPG stuff. It's disappointing to me. I want more RPG stuff in my E3. There was Kingdom Hearts though. That, that was announced previously, I think. But yes, I am rambling. I'm rambling actually because um, I've got more time than I thought I did. This show's going a bit quicker than I thought it did. Or thought it was. Which is a bit weird. So, I'm going to head into a, a kind of... Another sort of orchestral batch. It's it's kind of orchestral-ish, not really. But with a more futuristic twist. Featuring the most epic Mass Effect medley I've ever heard in my life. And then we're going to be returning right after this break. With the conclusion to our Sword of Sega role-playing adventure. And that'll be... That's going to be a bit early. It's probably going to be about 10-2-ish. I'll see if I can try and get it on the dot. But yeah, it's going to be a tad early. So, whilst I was mentioning Deus Ex, 
Let's have the main theme, yeah? It's a really good main theme.
Isn't that just epic? It really is. We started off that batch with Icarus, the main theme from Deus Ex Human Revolution, and then Shepherd of the Galaxy, which is an original medley of Mass Effect by Jimmy Hinson, which you can listen to and buy on music.biggiantcircles.com forward slash album forward slash legacy. And honestly, I've completely fallen in love with that medley. It's just amazing, and it features so many different themes in it, including Uncharted World, the music that plays in Mass Effect when you're searching around on the map, and Saren's theme, which is pretty damn epic. Now, I did send a message on Twitter saying about 10 minutes time the RPG adventure would be starting, and it's not quite 10 o'clock. It seems I'm either early or I'm late. So this week we're going to be early it seems. So last week we might as well. So it is of course time for the moment that you've all been waiting for. Probably. I think so. Uh oh. Wait, wait, wait. You shouldn't be doing that. Yay, it's the last week and I'm messing it up already. Awesome. Why didn't you play? Where are you? Did I delete you by accident? Hang about, hang about. If that didn't play, then... <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Oh, now it's all gone wrong. Hang on, hang on. This should not be happening. Oh, okay, we're going to be 10 minutes late with the RPG adventure. So let's play another batch first. And then go from there. Yes. Well, I sort this out. I must have deleted something. So yes. Uh, we'll start with, um, yes, the next batch of music, which is... Deja Vu from A World Ends With You. Don't believe it 
back after that quick very prompt music break um, I do apologise for the delay before uh, basically I had the files the music files on my computer deleted I deleted the folder and without actually saving and moving them so that kind of messed up sound a little bit so hopefully I should be fine now if not I might cry but hey it's the last show on Sword of Sega Season 2 I might as well mess it up just a little bit and I did say the RPG adventure would start about 10 past 10 so obviously the fates were conspiring to make sure that that was the case so in that batch of music we started off with Deja Vu from the World Ends With You a pretty unique RPG on the DS then we had Cutting Edge of Notion from Star Ocean 3 which I think when it was you liked I think so then we had the Gerudo from um, Ocarina of Time mix, not Ocarina of Time mix, Overclocked Remix mix from Ocarina of Time, and that was requested by Ivy Fruit and is our only OCR track in the show tonight. Shame, really. And then after that, we had Sealed Time from Deep Outset Wise. Wise the Ophin Valgana, is that right? And that was requested by one of you, and that's actually a really awesome kind of trancy track. I, I did like that a lot. And then we had the theme of Blitzball from Final Fantasy X, which is a little mini game in Final Fantasy X with Blitzball. Didn't quite like that one. I preferred the Triple Triad, to be honest. That's much more fun. And then to finish off, we had Modsty Chocobo from Final Fantasy VIII, which is probably my favourite Chocobo music from any Final Fantasy. It's just pretty awesome. Now let's see if this is going to work. Yay, it worked. So, it's the end of Sword of Sega Season 2, which means it is also the end of our role-playing adventure. The role-playing adventure has been an interesting little game that we've played each week, where people could join the force and earn experience points for things such as joining the IRC or retweeting the show, and taking part in musical tasks that we've had each week. And we've had various fun adventures through the mythical land of Sigatra, but all journeys must come to an end until our heroes must face their true destiny. At the very beginning of our tale, the land of Sigatra had been invaded by Nintendo robots from outer space. These Nintendroids had enslaved all of humanity, forcing them to play crap games like Superman 64. The Nintendroids had started the Great Console War a millennia ago, bringing ruin across the universe and enslaving gaming consoles including the Sega consoles of Sigadra. And so the Almighty Goddess called out to the best warriors of humanity, asking them to find these swords. Magical swords. Because only these magical swords could unlock the prison which held the Dreamcast, and only the Dreamcast has the strength to defeat the Nintendroid leader, the Wii U. So our unlikely group of 18 heroes came together and rescued six of the swords, using them to defeat Nintendroids along their way, or along their journey, and also rescuing the possessed consoles of Sega as they travelled across Sigadra. Now they are ready to confront the Wii U and gain the last sword of Sega by using the power of Nintendo music against the Wii U. So last week I played five music tracks from Nintendo games and you needed to guess the game names. Although you could earn bonus experience points, you could get the track names as well. 
So now I'm going to reveal the names of those five games and their track titles. Although I might have spoiled it a bit earlier. So here's track number one. This is, of course, the Battle Rock Galaxy music from Super Mario Galaxy, which was actually played during Resident SD's long play. Um, was it last week or the week before? Anyway, it's a damn good soundtrack, and that's a damn good track. So, congratulations if you got that one. Should have done, it's easy. I think the next track had a bit of trouble, though, with some people. So here's track number two. I definitely think people had trouble with this one, as this is the Hyrule Field Enemies music from Twilight Princess. That's the Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess, in case you don't quite know. And this is the music that plays when there's battles and stuff going on. Yeah. So here's track number three, which you should have got. If you were paying attention during the Friends of Sega RPG show a few weeks back, was it, was it last week? No, it was a week before last week. We played this during the show, or well, I played this during the show, and this is the Battle Isaac music from Golden Sun. I did throw it in there to kind of be an easy one for you to get, but a few people did actually struggle as well, which is, yeah, I wonder if she was kicking himself. So you should. So you should. This next track is also a bit difficult. I think a lot of people struggled with this as well. So here's track whatever it was for. And yes, the one of us you did get some wrong this week. Oh my god, you're all going to die! So this was Table Tennis Singles from Sonic. And Mario or Mario and Sonic. I always say it's Sonic and Mario because you know I'm a Sonic fan, you know. Sonic and Mario, sorry, Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. The original one, which I have played, but you know, it's too much waggle for me, really. Kind of kills my arms. But yeah, I think a few people struggled with this one. I did try and drop hints. I don't think anybody got the hints. My hints are obviously crap. But yeah, here's the final track from that Nintendo back. You get boost power! I kind of hope that this would be an obvious one. I suppose you need to be a Nintendo fan to know that this is an obvious one. But this is Endless Challenge, also known as Mute City, from F-Zero X. That's the N64 version, which is actually the only version I played. But it was fun, so it's okay. And hang on, Casey's posting memes. I'll have to check this out, so it'd be funny. Yeah, okay. Well done, Casey. So yes, that was MS Challenge from F-Zero X. I thought it was an easy one, maybe it wasn't. So, have our heroes beaten the, the Wii U? Is Seagudra finally safe? Find out next.
chapter 11. Is it 11? Yes, it is. Oh my god. Chapter 11. The beginning of the end. Ominous. The giant Wii U towered over our heroes. The seventh sword of Sega, the master sword, held within its waggling Wiimote hands. You puny humans cannot defeat the might of Nintendo consoles. But I am the last boss, therefore I am arrogant and don't believe you could ever beat me. So go ahead, give me your best shot. Our heroes stand tall, side by side, the Nintendoids swarm the Wii U. But our heroes are unafraid, the consoles of history long gone, floating behind and ready to sacrifice their circuits. Gogamer Nerd the Hadouken holds the shining sword steady and calls out the name of Mario Galaxy. I need fruit, the Master Ninja Overlord Fiend, who readies the Guardian Sword and shouts out F-Zero. Along with Resident SD, the Lusty Barmaid, who's holding Throwing Sword. KC, the pervert drunk man, waves his pirate cutlass and drunkenly slurs the words of Golden Sun. Draco, the insane white rock shooter, holds the Dragon Sword tightly but cannot think of a Nintendo game. For shame. Our heroes look to their leader and one of us you, the proud owner of the original Mirror Sword, but even he is drawing a blank. But even the best of heroes falter, although now's a bad time to do it. The Wii U laughs, a dark, mechanical laugh. Is that all you have? He booms. But from behind in one of us you, Silver Sonic the Remix Knight suddenly appears. It's alright, he says. I've got this. And with an almighty roar, Silver Sonic calls out the remaining names of Mario and Sonic at the Olympics and the Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. The Wii U howls with fury, waggling his remote arms like crazy, the Nintendroids screeching all around him. Carelessly, the Master Sword slips from his grasp because, you know, remotes don't really have fingers. And the sword flies towards Silver Sonic who leaps up to claim it for himself. Ah, screams the Wii U. I will destroy you all. Consoles, assemble. With that command, the Game Boys, NES droids, NES bots and DS destroyers gather around our heroes. Even a Game Boy Cube appears, ready to crush. Attack my minions. Kill them all. A winner was you. Quickly grabs Silver Sonic round the shoulders. Now is our chance. Take these swords of Sega and run to the castle. Unlock the prison and release the Dreamcast. We shall destroy these damn bots. It's our only chance. Go. Silver Sonic collects all seven swords. And with a huff and a puff, because they're quite heavy, you know, and running around with seven swords in your arms is a bit silly. Kind of like running around with scissors, only more awesome. Silver Sonic strides towards the castle. Just try and imagine him running the swords. It works. The rest of our heroes remain swordless and know they cannot defeat the Nintendroids on their own. Thus they use their own abilities to survive. And when it was you, the fighter mage casts his fighting spells to knock back the Game Boy Cube as Rosie Sonic 21, the Sonic the Hedgehog, spins around, making it dizzy. Go Gamer Nerd the Hadouken that kicks the faces of Game Boys because she's pretty mean. I need fruit, the Master Ninja Overlord Thief throws shurikens everywhere. Draco, the insane white rock shooter, runs around screaming like a crazy person, throwing rocks at random Nintendroids. Little Red 615, the adventurer, teams up with Forever Sonic, the Galaxy Warrior, to whack SNES bots with sticks. 
Virus 55, the rapping pets at Nesbox. Cobra the best, the sniper, shoots down the Nintendoids flying above. D'Artagnan, the musketeer, partners with Alaniel, the dark white paladin, to stab Virtual Boys in the face. While Zonic Zone Cop, the muse, cheers them on, protected by Social Gamer, the retro defender. Meanwhile, M-Tails, the innkeeper, makes up Molotovs for KC, the pervert drunk man to throw, but KC keeps drinking them instead. So Resident SD, the lusty barmaid, steps in and attempts to seduce the Wii U itself. But it doesn't work. None of our attacks dent the metallic armour of the Nintendroids and they push our heroes to the ground. The consoles of gaming long past, including the Sega consoles we saved previously, jump in to protect our heroes, though the Mega Drive leads to the charge. It's getting pretty chaotic. Silver Sonic manages to outrun the Nintendroids somehow, reaching the castle beyond. The castle keep contains a door with seven slots big enough each for the seven swords of Sega. Hastily, Silver Sonic places each sword in the slots, one by one. Behind him, the Wii U notices this, because he should do really, and he rushes to attack, determined to stop him. But it's too late. The swords start to spin in the doorway as the door automatically opens up, revealing absolutely nothing inside but the remains of a console, long dead. Silver Sonic gasps in shock. Stumbling inside the keep, he lifts up the rusted remains of a Dreamcast control pad, the VMU screen showing absolutely no signs of life. The Wii U stops behind him and laughs. Foolish human, the Dreamcast is dead. He died with your dreams. All hail the Nintendroids. Glory to the Nintendroids. The battle behind stops as the Nintendroids cackle. Our heroes run over to Silver Sonic to see the truth behind them. The Sega consoles floating mournfully over their shoulder. The Seven Swords of Sega slide out of the door, landing with a clank. Silver Sonic picks up the Master Sword and whispers, I believe in you, Dreamcast, come back to us. And then the swords begin to glow. Ooh. Swooping down from the sky, the almighty goddess Ulala appears in person for a change. Do not lose faith, heroes! The Dreamcast has been with you all this time! No, really! The Master Sword floats out of Silver Sonic's hands as all of the swords of Sega glow floating into the sky beside it. And rather weirdly, the Dreamcast control pad also floats up with the swords as they move together. The light of the swords grow brighter until our heroes are forced to look away. The light dims down, revealing a giant sword made up of all the other swords combined, the VMU fixed permanently into the hilt, showing images from Sega Gaga. The goddess Ulala catches the sword as it falls back to the ground, holding it aloft. This is the ultimate sword of Sega, the Dreamcast's very own sword, the Sword of Gaga! Heroes, you must wield it and use it to defeat the Nintendroids once and for all! Our heroes have triumphed over much of the past weeks, but only one warrior has the experience level needed to handle this massive sword, and I'm thinking like a tower sword, like 10 feet or something. And when it was you, takes the Gaga sword into his hands and points it towards the Wii U. The Wii U panics. No, I shall not be defeated. Hyper laser, wara wara, attack beam, go! 
The Wii U shoots out a deadly white laser beam towards the winner is you, but the contours of ages past form a shield in front of the laser. A shield made up of all of the Sega consoles, a PS1, an Xbox, an Amstrad, a Commodore 64, and more. The laser is powerful, however, and the force of it causes the consoles to disintegrate with the impact. Oh no! They're all dead, Dave! Everybody's dead! Well, the consoles are. The consoles may have been reduced to ash, but when it was you, remains. He does indeed. And he doesn't give the Wii U a chance to charge up another Wara Wara attack beam. A winner is you leaps into the air and stabs the screen of the Wii U with the Gaga sword. It screams with pain. No! We won E3, you know! Now you will never be able to visit the Nintendo land, you fools! And with a blinding flash, the Wii U explodes, causing every other Nintendo console nearby to explode as well. Our heroes remain silent, surrounded by the ashes and bolts of all their consoles. Only they remain. Is it over? They ask the goddess Ulala. These old consoles can rest in peace. But look! The goddess reaches down amongst the Wii U's remains and lifts up the trembling shell of a Nintendo 3DS. The Sega consoles died so that new consoles could reign, but it's up to the humans to take care of these new consoles and to not inflict their greed upon them, otherwise the console wars will return. The goddess Ulala hands the 3DS over to Silver Sonic who gives it a little cuddle. Our heroes find other baby consoles within the wreckage, including a PlayStation Vita, but no Sega consoles. Perhaps one day they will return to Sega Drive, but until then, we must love all of the consoles. Our heroes have saved Sega Drive, and so now they must rebuild their home for the console wars and make sure it never returns. Five years later, Sigurdra has almost been restored. The town of Castream has been reconstructed and is populated by hundreds of humans who live in harmony with Microsoft, Sony and Nintendo consoles. But not Apple devices, no, no, definitely not. In the centre of the town, it's a statue of the Dreamcast, gone but not forgotten. The town is looked after by the mayor of when it was you, the fighter mage, and protected by his guards. Alaniel, the Dark White Paladin, Forever Sonic, the Galaxy Warrior, and Social Gamer, the Retro Defender. In Castream, Cool Gamer Nerd the Hudoken opened up a martial arts academy and employs I Need Fruit, the Master Ninja Overlord Thief, to teach his ninja skills. Silver Sonic the Remix tonight and Sonic Zone Cop the Muse are the town singing sensations and regularly hold concerts with dubstep and stuff. Entails, the innkeeper, runs the local tavern with the help of Resonant SD, the lusty barmaid, who is now happily married to Casey, the pervert drunk man, after he became sober for five minutes. Draco, the insane white rock shooter, was eventually locked up for being a bit mental, but our other heroes do visit him from time to time. Pyrus55, the rappy, was sadly mistaken for a chicken one day and cooked, but he did lay a bunch of rappy eggs beforehand, and they were delicious too. 
Rosie Sonic 21, the Sonic the Hedgehog, left the town in order to save other worlds elsewhere. Little Red 615, the Adventurer, also left to begin another adventure. And Cobra the Best the Sniper joined the Freedom Fighters group alongside D'Artagnan the Musketeer, although they don't get much up to much these days. And across the land, hidden in a dark cave somewhere, remains the shadowy figure of Eagle Venato, the Knight of the Spiral Clockworks, who plots and schemes away, waiting for his revenge. The End the end of our sort of Sega role-playing adventure. I hope you've enjoyed it just as much as I've had kind of writing it and admittedly I did get a bit carried away at the end there and it might be a bit sentimental and cliched but hey they're cliches for a reason. But of course now is really the moment you've all been waiting for the final results and before we begin I just want to mention that six of you leveled up from last week or from previous weeks and I've really just noticed so I shall play the customary leveling up jingle for D'Artagnan, who's now level 2, Forever Sonic, who's level 3, KC, who's level 3, I Need Fruit, who's level 4, Silver Sonic, who's level 5, and I Need Governato, who's level 6. Where is my level up jingle? Here it is. Level up jingle, yeah! My level up jingle didn't work. That's no good. Hang on, hang on. Oh, that's because I changed the files again. Oh, silly me. I just did myself. Um, hang on. How's it go like? Do 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 do. No, that's quite a fancy. Oh well. Do 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 do. That'll have to do. Sorry. Yes, congratulations to you. No level up jingle. Damn. Oh well. So I have calculated everyone's stats for tonight and I kind of reveal the leaderboard from last to first. And you are winners of the role-playing adventure, except Pirates 55 because he's dead now. But as promised, the person with the highest experience points will receive a £10 gift voucher for a website of their choice, with two runners-up receiving a £5 voucher because that just seems nice and fair. So here we are, the list of stats. At 18th place, we have M-Tails, a level 1 innkeeper with 20 experience points. At 17, we have Social Gamer, a level 1 retro defender with 40. Then at 16, we have Elanio, a level 1 adult white paladin with 80. D'Artagnan, a level 2 musketeer with 100. Rosie Sonic 21 is at number 14 with 130, and that's a level 2 with Sonic the Hedgehog. Then at 13, we have Little Red at 615, a level 2 adventure with 150. Then at number 12, we have Forever Sonic, a level 3 Galaxy Warrior at 390. Then at KC, a level 3 Perfect Drunk Man with 390. So I guess technically your joint. Are you joint 12, 11? Oh well, your joint, there you go. Okay, at number 10, we have Zonic Zone Cop, a level 3 Muse at 520. Then at number 9, Cobra the Best, a level 3 Sniper at 580. At number 8, we have Girl Gamer Nerd, a level 3 Hadouken at 620 experience points. 
Then at number 7 we've got Draco, a level 3 insane white rock shooter at 630. Then at number 6 we have at Pyrus 55, a level 3 Rappy with 670s. Now we're into the top 5. At number 5 we have I Need Fruit, a level 4 Master Ninja Overlord Thief with 790. Then at number 4 we have Silver Sonic. A level 5 remix tonight with 1,117. So now we're at the top 3. At number 3 we have Resident SD, a level 5 Lusty Barmaid with 1,240 experience points. Congratulations to you! Then at number 2 we have the traitor himself, Inigo Bonato, the level 6 Knight of the Spiral Clockworks with 1,000. 510 experience points so congratulations to you but of course it could only be one winner because he is the winner we have at number one and winner is you a level 7 fighter mage on 2610 experience points that is quite a lot that is definitely quite a lot so congratulations to the top three a winner was you Ani Governato and Resident SD I will be in touch with you shortly and thanks to everyone else for playing the role-playing adventure it has been quite a blast and i hope you've all enjoyed it i've certainly had fun writing it it's definitely been a bit mad and excuse me i'm just burping there i'm not excited i'm burping so i am still looking for feedback regarding the show and regarding the role-playing adventure itself so if you do have any ideas for a season three then do send them my way, I'm definitely interested to hear them. And thanks again to everyone that's taken part, it has been really, really fun. God knows what's going to happen in Season 3, I really don't know. But yeah, sorry Pyrus 55, I'm sorry you got eaten. You were tasty though, if that helps. So, it's now... Ooh, time's getting on, yeah. It's now... 25 to. About right, really. So, let's move on with... A nice orchestral battle music. And we're going to start with some Skyward Sword.
thanks very much for all the comments and the IRC about the role-playing adventure and about the show itself. It's it's really sad to be ending, isn't it? It really is. I've had a lot of fun doing this show. It has been a lot, a lot of fun. And the RPG adventure as well, itself. I spent a lot of time writing it and planning it and trying to make sure that it's fun but not too boring and not too difficult. And it's been a learning curve for me, I think, just doing this. But I am rambling. I am. I like rambling. It's fun. Because in that batch of music, we started off with the overworld music from Skyward Sword. The Exploring the Skies. I haven't played Skyward Sword because I don't have any remotes. I have a Wii. I have games for my Wii. I have, like, loads of games for my Wii. I can't play any of them because I have no remotes. It's an absolute tragedy. I'm not sure what happened to them. I think they got stolen, to be honest, which kind of sucks. But yes, I can't even play Skyward Sword, so there we go. I've got no remotes. I'm not like the Wii U. I can't just waggle around and be happy. Although he's dead now, so that's fine. And also in that match, we had the world map theme from the upcoming PlayStation 3 title, Nino Kunai, that's how I pronounce it, the Wrath of the White Witch, which is going to be incredibly awesome by the way and if you're a fan of Studio Ghibli films then you definitely need to check that out when it launches in Europe on the 25th of January next year which is just in time for my birthday so I'm definitely getting that definitely and then we had a spot of Fable to end there with the theme of Witchwood and Fable and Fable 2 does have quite an underappreciated soundtrack I think regardless of what you think of the games the music is quite orchestral and quite nice I think so so it's getting late but we still have two more batches of music before the end so here is our last epic battle batch of the night which includes one of my favourite battle themes from any RPG ever I'll let you guess which one but of course we've got a bit more singing to do so we have a winner with shoes request and he has left now he did win epically but he has unfortunately gone to bed so he's not going to be able to hear this which is a shame but this is from tales from graces i'm going to quickly post that lyrics in if anybody wants to sing along because singing is fun we like singing there we go there's a link in the irc now if anybody wants to sing to this so this is tales from graces
Banana Batch. I absolutely love that track. Although people in the IRC don't agree with me that Eternal Sonata has an awesome soundtrack, so that hurts. It hurts. It does. So in that batch, we started off with, if I can pronounce this, Mamo Raitai. Mamo Mamo. Mamo Raitai. Yes, there we go. Mamo Raitai White Wishes from Tales from Graces, which was requested by our champion and winner was you. Then we had Fight and Away from Kingdom Hearts, Birth by Sleep, 358 over 2 days and recoded as requested by Ali Gavanato, and that's a bit of a mouthful actually. Are they three individual games? That is a bit confusing. I've only actually played the first Kingdom Hearts, so there you go. That was fun though. Then we had the Smash Brothers Brawl version of Song of Storms as requested by Zonic Zone Cop. And people in the RC quite like that. They quite like the Kingdom Hearts track as well actually, so there you go. And then we ended with my favourite battle theme ever, Deep the Precipice from Eternal Sonata, aka Trusty Bell. A beautiful game with a story and soundtrack inspired by the life of Frédéric Chopin. And the game does actually feature a lot of music from Chopin as well. And a lot of history. It's actually really fascinating to play that game. It really is. Such a good game. Such a good game. But now we've reached 11pm, so it's getting late. So it is time for our last batch before the end. And to wind down the evening, we're going to head into a nice relaxing batch. Because that seems to be a bit of a tradition on Sword of Sega to end with something more relaxing, I suppose. And there are some beautiful tracks in this batch, including a lovely one from Bastion, which doesn't really have much in the way of vocals, but I have posted the lyrics in the IRC anyway. It's definitely a tune. Tonic Zone Cop has to go, so good night to you. And I think a few other people are heading off now, because it is getting late. So yes, this is Build on That Wall from Bastion.
that wall until it's done Strong cause 
to say, I really do love the music to Dragon Age. Astounding, really. Again, I own the game, but I've barely played it because I've got it on PC and basically I need a new graphics card. Anyway, we started that batch with Build That Wall, Zaya's theme from Bastion, as requested by I Need Fruit, who is in France, of all places, having fun and drinking wine. Yes. Then we had a Traverse Town from the original Kingdom Hearts, Beset Island from Final Fantasy X, On the Shores of a Dream, Another World from Chrono Cross, and then the hauntingly beautiful, I think, Liliana's film, oh, sorry, Liliana's song theme from Dragon Age Origins, requested by Ilanio as well. And I'm really glad he requested that because I just love that track, it's beautiful. Sadly though, we have now reached the end of our not quite Sword of Sega special and the end of Sword of Sega Season 2. It's been an incredibly epic night of music and the tragic thing is I wish I could have included so many more awesome games such as The Witcher, The Last Story, Chrono Trigger, Xenosaga, amongst others. But then I really would be getting a bit carried away. It is 17 minutes past 11 now after all. I love my Sega RPG games, and I love my normal role-playing games. Yeah, I love my role-playing game music as well. It's just amazing, great music. So thanks to all of my listeners for spending the past three and a half-ish hours with me. It's been an honour, and honestly, I'm happy that you guys have enjoyed the show. Let's do it again sometime. Of course, at the moment, I don't have plans for a season three. I figured I'd take a couple of months or so to come up with some ideas and think of where we can take the show next, as we have pretty much covered everything, to be honest. But do keep an eye on the RadioSega.net website for more on the show later, and please, if you have any feedback regarding the show or the role-playing adventure, I would love to hear it too. Even if you hate it, I still want to know. Well, even though your Wednesdays are going to be a bit empty for a while, we still have loads of other awesome shows on RadioSega.net. So come back on Friday for Turbo Drive Live at 8pm UK time, followed by Trevor Sonic's Random Hour at 9pm, and Resident SD's Later Live at 11pm. Then you've got Saturday Night Sega with Gabby this Saturday at 10pm UK time, and then Radio Redux returns on a Sunday at 7pm UK time. So yeah, you've still got an awesome number of shows to keep you going. Just spam your favourite Sega RPG tracks on them and you're all set to go. You know, save this world or something. Ignite Infinity maybe, that's a good one. Well, I've been on the air for too long, as usual. So I shall say my goodbyes and hopefully return for a season 3 sometime in the future. So goodbye to all of my listeners, including those left in the IRC. Such as Forever Sonic, Resident SD, Underscore Spondy, Biafra, Draco, Ani Gravenato, Fast Feet, Ani Fruit, KC, M20, Rax with a Z, Shadix Lisa Croft, Shadow Remix, Sonic Remix, Silver Sonic, sorry, Super Silver Sonic, because he collected all the seven Chaos Emeralds, sorry, seven Sword of Sega, The Chaos Blue, The Joiner, Trekkie, Voice, and Voluptuous Fire. Of course, those that were in before, such as Pyrus 55, Punk Gamer, and a winner was you, of course. So yes, thank you all for joining me. Has been a pleasure. And of course, thanks to all of you listening in on the podcast as well. And I have to give a very big thanks to our excellent podcast team, Casey and Retrix, for all of their hard work the past 14 or so episodes. 15 now. Get this one uploaded sharpish, I think. So yeah, that's one less thing for you to do during the week, I guess. 
the show. <laughs> so I'm going to end with the end theme of Bastion, setting sail and coming home, as requested by I Need Fruit, and then a sort of Sega favour that you'll probably recognise. Probably. I have been your host, Captain Cloud Chaser, and this has been Sword of Sega Season 2. Good night.
RadioSega.net 8-bit to 128-bit We play the best in Sega music Sega! 